what I want to do is go to some freaking desert country, some like just outside a reservation in like New Mexico, and then you know get in the middle of an angel war. You just want to drink yourself to death out in the desert? No, I want to get in the middle of an angel war. You just want to be Eric Stoltz in the you are Eric Stoltz in the classroom, just <laughs> laying around eating candy. Oh no. Mary. What? Can you keep a secret? The biggest secret ever. Centuries ago, a second coming was foretold. What did he say to you, Mary? He asked if I could keep a secret. What was that? Something he gave me. But what's coming? He wants something. Something that's here. Isn't what anyone expects. Oh my God! It's a war in heaven. Over what? Us, humans. since we're talking about the prophecy the angels i mean who's more famous than like an angel you know like they're in the bible and then you watch this movie and they're just like broke i mean dudes in america in sh- they're living in shitty um shitty apartments you know they don't got any they don't even have like don't have anything going on you know these guys are like have been around for thousands of years before humans and yeah no they live in heaven they're broke not not in the movie not in the prophecy because there's a war going on huh i just assumed they were coming down they came down from heaven because the war is going on in heaven and so they came down to retrieve the soul so what is the plot of this movie the plot of this movie which is so fucking dumb (laughs) <laughs> they don't tell you until like they don't tell cool. you until the last like 15 minutes what's even happening. It's that Christopher Walken is playing Gabriel, the arching archangel, 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 and he's uh he wants to get in a battle with who? God? Well, we other angels? No, no God. God is MIA. I think he's MIA. Well, all we know kind of at the, not at the beginning, but pretty close to the beginning in the first act, we find out that, uh, there is the first, there's a second like world war going on in heaven to claim oh, the, it's to a claim second the throne. angel war. So the first angel An- war yeah, is being was Lucifer, Lucifer yeah, fighting, rebelling, rebelling, and then being cast out, you know, the famous one. So, the second angel war, which has been going on for centuries, but Lucifer doesn't want it doesn't want it to happen because he'll he's upset that then they'll become a second hell on earth, and he's like there should only be one hell. Yeah, because he's a king. They don't explain any of the shit until the last fifteen minutes, and by then the movie's so incredibly boring and so dull. Like I did not care. <laughs> I didn't know it what really, there really was a huge, probably 35 minute chunk in there. That was just boring. 
dialogue. So this writer and director, this is his first time directing, but he wrote Highlander, which That's is also kind of a boring movie too. It's a to boring action movie. And it's very similar because it's about like an ancient race of, um, what, Immortals. Scottish magic people from the Highlands who can, who are They're like immortal. battling it out. They're battling it out in modern day America. But they're like they're very similar in that like they're like he writes these very arrogant characters like they're very like <laughs> yeah they're just like oh I'm so special like I'm an angel I'm a Highlander oh I've been around for like thousands of years and they look like homeless people they look like junkies and winos I mean you wouldn't care after that long right but like. See, the other thing I they remind me of are vampires. I love because, vampires. Because, like, Christopher Walken even has a familiar. He has Adam Goldberg as, like, the guy who does his, like, tasks for him. Yeah, he's basically, he's a zombie, right? He's like, he's like a zombie bitch, and he, he took over him. He, like, gained control of him right when he committed suicide. Because he, he has to catch him right when they're... Did, like right death. at the moment of death to turn him into a zombie. And then they but slowly start make, rotting. But what did he make him do? He just used his, he just like crashed at his apartment. He didn't like do. Was he staying there? Yeah. He's like staying there and he's like going through like evidence and clues on the floor of the apartment. Well, I also don't get why he, he couldn't just kill himself again. Well, I'm assuming it's probably part of, part of the I'm, curse I'm, or whatever. Yeah. He's not allowed, but like, they don't have apartments. They don't have houses. Like the cool thing about vampires is that once they have they castles, for, dude. for hundreds of years, yeah, they've like, they have giant, they have like fortunes. They have like ancient treasure that they're allowed, like they can use and live off of. They have old, you know, they can be like old investors and in like the American railroads or like any sort of century old company. They could have like amazing real estate. They could have Rothschilds, basically, yeah, they're like, are vampires. Yeah, there should be like old money, elite, rich, shadow people. And these angels are just fucking. Well, they're soldiers, is the thing. They're jugheads, essentially. Gabriel is just a lieutenant, or he's like a colonel in this angel military. And so it's not like he is. Right. Okay. He, so he, then. So the they're war. just dummy. They're just like stupid. Yeah, but they're not even good at war because. <laughs> yeah, so the whole plan so is long. here's the the plot of the movie, which is so incredibly dumb and confusing. They're they're looking for this colonel, okay? Who was he was like Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now? He's like he possesses the darkest soul. Yeah, he has the darkest soul of any colonel who's ever lived. Not Hitler, but this guy. <laughs> and then. Um, he, uh, Eric Stoltz, who plays Simon, he sucks his soul out at his funeral. And then he's, he hides in, in an, a little girl named Mary, who's like a Native American in like Arizona or something. Yeah. Christopher Walken's Gabriel, he's trying to find this guy's soul so he can, what, turn him into an angel or turn him into a, de like turn him into a familiar so then he can lead an army? Yeah, because he was like an amazing lieutenant or something, or he was a colonel. But like Colonel Colonel Hawthorne. That's not what gives 
um, military. I, I doesn't that's not what gives them the advantage. It's now it's all about technology and. I mean, you still need tactics, weapon. Uh, yeah, like tac, like heaven tactics. Like what? Yeah, why don't you like? Yeah, I it. I I didn't know what they were gonna do with the soul. They were gonna <laughs> exactly. They were gonna, I guess, go to heaven and have a battle with other oh. angels. What, what what they were they just have the soul they're gonna put it in somebody and then the other thing is that um christopher walken hates humans he calls them yeah babies. but he's but he's gonna get one to run his army <laughs> yes i thought he, also side note christopher walken was amazing in this movie he's good he's care i mean he's the best thing about the movie but i don't know if that means he's actually good. yeah that's true <laughs> but he's this was like peak. This is like not peak Christopher Walken, but this was like when he started. I guess King of New York is really peak Christopher Walken, and then this is kind of like him being the the King of New York guy as an angel. But he's really just like a clever vampire. Is he that clever? And also, they don't do any cool angel shit. They don't have wings. Yeah. Oh, yes, they do. They don't have wings, but they do some cool angel shit. They perch. Yeah, they everywhere perch. they go. It's so they lame. They, no, it's cool. the The coolest perch was the first perch you see with Simon and uh, the detective. Oh yeah, so it's about he, a he's on the back of a chair, a he's faithless in. pastor or a guy who's going to become a pastor, and then he changes his mind while getting initiated, inaugurated into pastorism or whatever they do, and then he becomes a detective. It's Elias Coteus, and he's wearing the worst toupee of his career. Is that what that is? Something was off with that. Yeah, he's bald. He's in, um, you might recognize him from Ninja Turtles. He plays Casey Jones. He plays the Ninja Turtles? He plays Casey Jones. Oh. And he's... um. What's his he's name? In, I'll just look at Casey He's Jones. in like Thin Red Line. He's in the, the David Cronenberg Crash movie. He's in a bunch of Canadian movies by this director, Adam Ajo. Is it a Goyan, a Joyan? I never learned how to say his name. He's like an indie actor. I think he's on the Soprano. He's in the Sopranos where Christopher gets his um, intervention. Okay. But What's his name? He's Elias Coteus. He's oh, boring. yeah, he is bald. But he's normally a cool actor. This movie, he's just not cast. He's miscast. Yeah, something was off about it. Here's the thing that's really wrong with this movie is that there's no time constraint for any of the action, for any of the, there's no suspense. There's no um, countdown clock. There's no inertia to it. It's just like, it's it just takes its time getting there. And it's also like, there is this problem in the 90s with horror movies where they just didn't even try to be scary. Yeah, this did this was not a horror movie, was it? It should be. It's it not, could have been. Not, it's not suspenseful. It's it's not, not an action. Is it a thriller? Or a mystery? It's it's just no, like because because the the cop figures out what they're searching for and what the whole point is because he gets a hold of a book right away. The Bible. No, it was a chap. Yeah, it was a chapter that's not written in the Bible. So it was like so a, there's. It was like yeah, he we, subscribed to the right Patreon and got a little bonus episode out of the Bible. This was my favorite scene in the movie, which is um, <laughs> Eric Stoltz comes home and 
There's like this tough guy, angel guy. Simon? No, oh, Simon no. is Eric Stoltz. So the yeah, tough yeah, guy, okay. he's like some general of the angel he, army. He, he, yeah, he's under Gabriel. And he is like waiting for him. And they get in a fight. And he, Eric Stoltz pushes him out the window. And he falls. That was into, cool. He falls in an alleyway and lands right in front of a car that's going like 80 miles an hour. Just driving <laughs> an down this alley. And then it, the car just is just keeps speeding and just goes right into a wall, crushing this guy. <laughs> so they killing him. So they were just gonna if he if nobody would have fell out a window, they were just gonna drive 80 miles an hour into this wall, apparently. Also, presumably. He can't fly. Well, no, he gets his neck. I thought those practical effects were awesome because he gets Simon smashes him. Well, he jumps through a window, so the window's already broken. And then Simon smashes his neck, like stabs his neck through the broken glass. And there's a pretty cool visual of just like a iceberg of glass sticking out through this, this demon with no eyes, right? His eyes are like empty sockets. Yeah, he has no eyes. Um, and it's just sticking through his neck and then he throws him out the window and then he lands and immediately stands up and then the car hits him and i thought that i thought that was all cool visually speaking so i mean i liked i kind of liked this movie i know you would like this movie because it's like a vertigo comic or like constant (laughs) that was exactly um, yeah it's like it's yeah, very, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's very late 80s, early 90s. It'd be better to read as a comic. graphic novel. It's definitely like a post-Hellraiser kind of thing. And also, um, there's this other, there's this German movie called Wings of Desire that was remade as City of Angels with Nicolas Cage about um, angels on Earth. And in that movie... I think I, ju- I think I just watched that with my dad on TV the other day. They wear uh, trench coats. Oh, I thought it was le- the one where he wears a leather jacket. They all wear trench coats in those movies. What's the newer one with Nicolas Cage? Like, City of Ange- two- City- it's in City the of Angels. I could have swore he wore a trench coat. And, he- and then at the end, it- a badass car comes in. He's like, yeah, the one where he drove go- the car to hell. Yeah. That's not the same movie. Okay. But he plays a, he plays a, a demon from hell oh they play demons and it's the guy it's the guy from uh uh the car insurance i'm mr disaster or whatever yeah he's in oz that's like dean winters is his name um (laughs) so the funniest thing about the prophecy like is all within around this it's all like this section around um this angel being killed because elias coteus he's the homicide detective former priest and his uh his the guy in charge of the morgue the mortician is banya from seinfeld yeah God. which is like the funniest casting in the whole movie i recognize that guy but i didn't know who he was i haven't seen seinfeld well i think we could skip the cause of death why don't we begin with his eyes your man has none but they worked in the radiator grill. No, no, I mean, he never had any. No optical fibers, no muscle pores, is it? He did a toxicology on his blood, you know, looking for the usual, coke, booze, sugar. 
what'd you come up with? High sodium, elevated erythrocytes, no floating cholesterol platelets, trace ammonia. What's so unusual about that? Hmm? Nothing, nothing. Actually, it's pretty common for an aborted fetus. Fetus? We also did a bone section. Don't thank me. Wasn't much trouble. Most of them were sticking out of his chest anyway. Okay, and? When a baby grows, their bones get larger by having calcium layers form over the interior Habersham canals. Are you with me? I'm with you. Now, this leaves growth rings. Everybody's got them, except our pal here. Oh, and this is for you. He's also a hermaphrodite. Oh! He's got both female sex organs. Think of the possibilities. Yeah, you could be impotent and frigid all at the same time. They don't normally work. We found this in the lining of his coat. <laughs> it's like this old Bible. It's an old Bible. Yeah. Handwritten. <laughs> Beautiful, really. See this symbol? Matches a scar on his neck, exactly the same. That's attractive, huh? Anything else? It's a velvet bookmarker. Cute. What is it? Oh, hermaphrodite. Oh, <laughs> there. So Christopher Walken has. Uh, how penis professional and a is that, though? No, because that's Ezeel, the angel Ezeel, who I think was literally like an aborted fetus. What is I? There was a time when I looked up. I, I'm. I think I'm talking out of my ass right now. The angel Azeel. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Angel Talk. But Azeel was Azeel, or however you say it. He has the weirdest name. It's like Easy U E. Easy E. Easy E was like Gabriel's little henchman. Now I'm spelling it all wrong. I don't even know. I'd have to look up. Oh, I could just IMDb the prophecy. The character? Yeah. The prophecy. Yeah, I mean this movie. I mean this movie. This movie has three sequels, and it's, it's just yeah, I saw un- that unwarranted. <laughs> so when this movie came out, it was like it was such a bad time for horror movies. Like anytime any horror movie back then, I would get excited about. I mean, I was twelve years old, so this was all we had, and it's just so. This is so underwhelming. The things that make it really bad are the gore is weak. It's just very mm-hmm. plain, boring gore. No, he has no eye sockets. The nineties were such a boring time, like the mid nineties. Oh, it's it's you, Azil. It's just like guy. It's all these guys with like goatees and long hair and trench coats, like smoking cigarettes, getting coffee, and just. <laughs> you know just being like there's so many horror movies like this from this era that are just completely forgotten uh lord of illusions is one like i don't know like i don't get the i don't get why this movie was made i mean the it doesn't really have well, any humor it, it has a little bit of humor but it, it just has, has humor but it, I, I would say the the most humor is scenes walking. like that and then walking because walking is just roasting every human. But then I, I truly don't understand why this movie needed to be made. Is it based <laughs> on a comic book or something? No, it's the original. This guy, he wrote Highlander in film school and he sold it. And then he sold, um, he was a firefighter and he 
wrote the screenplay for Backdraft and then he wrote this movie. So he wrote like big movies that are original. And this is considered a big movie. I mean, it's not big, but like Backdraft was a huge movie in terms of budget and like. Because this uh, this sounds cool. Like it's like remembered. Sit down and write this movie. Like if you sat down and like wrote out just like a two page, this is the movie. Like this is what the movie is about. I'd be like, yo, that sounds like if I was drinking with some dude and he's like, dude, I got this movie idea. And then he'd tell me Christopher Walken as Gabriel the angel. And then it turns out, you know how we think of angels. Angels were like, oh, they're all holy and shit. And they come down and it's like, they all help help us, right? That's how you, no, listen, that's how you think of angels. But imagine, dude, if they were just, because think about it. God doesn't kill anybody. This is even straight up a monologue in the movie from Christopher Walken. He's like, God doesn't kill anybody. You know, he sends the angels to Wasn't do it. So we're TV just show murderers. Angel on the CW? No, that was a spinoff of Buffy. Isn't this just dogma? Yes, but Kevin not Smith's good. Dogma. <laughs> it's like worse than dogma. It's like less ambitious than dogma. Yes. It's, um, there wasn't any action. Well, he, here's what's going on. This is my theory. The This guy shouldn't have directed the movie. I mean, he he's good at getting... I guess he's good at directing the actors or, like, getting the right tone for the actors, you know, somewhat. I mean, Elias Coteus, I think, his character is really boring. Uh, I wish Eric Stoltz didn't die. He was the most interesting character in the movie. That was Simon. Yeah, and... Yeah, but a better director could have made he open. This movie he open mouth kisses a child in this movie to get the to transfer the soul. And I know it's right. Like, that's, a, that's bad directing. It's a part of the plot, but it's like all I can think about is not that. Like it took me, it broke the fourth wall, and I'm like, this is a grown man literally putting his entire mouth over this girl, this like eight year old girl's face. For a scene, like, can you imagine that being yeah, he, like? Well, she's getting paid, Ryan. Well, but can you imagine thinking like this is going to be the movie? Like, I'm, I'm so method or whatever. This is going to be my breakthrough. It and then, like, and Nick, then you Nick, go to the theater to watch the movie on the opening well, night. No, it's a like, little kid. She's just fuck? happy. She's just like, mommy and daddy said I have to be in this movie so yeah. I can be famous. <laughs> and then, like, Eric Stoltz is like. His cigarette breath and fucking nicotine gum. <laughs> it's all up in your mouth. And he has his goatee. It's just like cutting your lips. Uh, but I can imagine being like doing that for a movie that is like, you know, is going to like win an Oscar or like it's going to be a career breaking thing. But like if I saw that in a script, I'd be like, and then it's like some low budget movie. I'm like, no, I'm not going to kiss a freaking like I don't do feet stuff. I don't show well, my you also feet don't, on you camera. Don't show it. There's no new reason to show it. You just you could have done. He could from, just grab her and turn her, and then that's fine. exactly imply it. But that's why I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like a better director could have made this movie better. Like a better director could yeah. have made scenes tenser, have way more suspense, have way more danger. Like it just needs that like constant um, push of danger and death. Because there was even a, a continuity scene that my dad called out at the school when they when they're just like walking out the detective and the teacher and they're like walking out with the she has the big bag of balls like 
the volleyball and it's recess or whatever. And she's, she's throwing out, has this giant white sack and she's throwing out all these uh, balls to the kids. And then it cuts to a shot from the roof and there's just no bag when they walk away. Yeah. They might've cut a, they might've cut a scene in between that. Maybe. But yeah, shit like that happens all the time. Um, Yeah. I I didn't, I didn't know. I thought it was going to be an action movie. Because I thought it would, I thought it would have more cool, violent scenes like the one where the guy got knocked out the window, and hit by the car. Yeah, that's when I, I thought- kind of got into it. When that scene happened, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be tight." Because think about how dumb it is that Christopher Walken has these familiars that are just like losers. Adam First, Goldberg was great, though. You know, he's basically playing his character from Days and Confused if he killed himself. But it's like this guy's not <laughs> tough. <laughs> There is it. That's what it is. This is a sequel to Days and Confused. That character's instead of dancing, he just ended up killing himself. Yeah, <laughs> didn't work out. Like he he should have gotten a cop. You know, like yeah. the cop would get you access to things. A, a cop would have like he would have information. Like get someone useful instead of this fucking. Well, the cops in this douche. movie were absolutely useless. She called the teacher calls and was like, "Hey, there's a freaking bum." I just caught a bum, uh, one of my kids sitting on this bum's lap in the abandoned section of our school. Like, can you go check that out? And now my now the girl is sick as hell, and I had to drive her home. And the cops are like, "Eh, we got guys out on the highway. We'll uh, we'll come check it out tomorrow and shoo them off." It's like what I just well, told you. There's town. like exactly what's going on on the highway. But then <laughs> drives back. Elias Koteas drives like nine hours completely out of his jurisdiction, totally different state Navajo or native reservation. You have, where did they start? Well, it looked like LA, which is because it's, it's, what is it? Chisel rock. What do they call it? I don't know. Chisel rock. Chiseled rock. Also zero nudity in this movie. Zero, it's not just zero nudity, zero sex, like sexual energy, <laughs> no lust. Like Elias Coteus and Virginia Madsen, that they should be getting an odd, but they don't. Well, when when uh, when Lucifer came in, aka the king, Viggo the return Morrison. of the, the return of the king, he came in, there was some tension there with everybody. He played a good, I thought he played a good Lucifer. So that's he was always whispering he's and shit. A, I mean, he's a good actor, but that's um he's acting like uh De Niro in Angel Heart, which you probably I never saw. That. I mean, but, he uh, clearly they clearly filmed his part in a day. That was clearly a day shoot for him. And he came in and he did his whole okay, I'm Lucifer, let's get into makeup and then whisper, whisper, whisper. And then was out. It was probably an easy paycheck for him. Before Lord of the Rings and like even gi jane he just was really um he was a character he plays actor. jane and no, gi jane i thought that was a woman he plays her he, dude he, he's he, good no he's uh he's her like her corporal or whatever or her sergeant i don't know what the hell the navy seals are right. but like yeah he was a character actor so he was good in these little character acting roles but this is not i don't know how good this is because the dialogue's lame. He's perching. I hate how they they're, perch. They're all. Per- I loved how they perched. 
in the opening scene he fr- dude if i could perch like that why would an angel perch there's no because they're like birds dude they got wings so they gotta okay, be like birds did you not pa- see the scene show me a painting do you not remember the scene you've never seen a bird perch when uh, did you but did you not see the scene where in the desert uh christopher Watkins' character he was perching on the car on the back of the car and he noticed he was like in the middle of a monologue and he noticed some seeds scattered around the ground and he jumped down on the ground and started pecking at the seeds and he ate them like a little baby chicken well he that was a genius cool. actor but i'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying why like where does this idea come from because if you look at any like renaissance painting or it's a gargoyle perch too <laughs> romance romantic painting it's like angels. angels perching don't perch they got wings, dude. They perch on. Are they? Are there statues of them perching in like Rome or something? Yeah, they're called gargoyles. No, this was a director's is that, choice. Is that from Wings of Desire? Also, I mean, angels perch. <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first, what the first five photos. The fifth one is uh, is Christopher Walken perching on the tombstone. <laughs> Yeah, and then like, yeah, wings of desi- desire. They're not perching. He's just standing and looking down, or like, he's sitting on statues. Why would you perch? This I would movie, perch if you had if you had wings. You land on the. They corner don't have. The, they don't have wings. They do. If, if you pretended, they, if you, they show it in the beginning, they show them having wings flying down. This is why I don't think they live on Earth, because they show. Um, the dude that gets hit by the Ezeal, the dude that gets hit by the car, they show a little scene of him. It's a silhouette or like a shadow of him flying with wings and landing. And then he starts walking and then he immediately his his wings melt. No, he like they fold him back. And then they also show the wings of Simon, I believe. And he puts a coat on and they like just magically fold back. Dude, they're angels they are magic, dude. They just disappear. That's how everybody writes wings. It didn't fit in the VFX budget. That's what's going on. Well, yeah. So they just did a shadow or a silhouette. And then when they die, they're like, when their bodies are burned, they have angels or have wings. They have like angel in the snow kind of silhouette. It's beautiful. Bone angels. There was some pretty funny, uh, the scene with Adam, um, Goldberg when they're talking to the kids and he just all of a sudden just like wipes a bunch of bloody snot out of his nose. Do you remember that scene? He's just like, and he just blows it. I I chuckled at that. That was a pretty good scene. That was kind of funny. Because he's slowly rotting. I I guess it was funnier before that because Christopher Walken is like checking everything. He's trying to figure out which little kid has the soul. So he's making them play his trumpet. <laughs> yeah. And he's just this like random dude in this like elementary school. It's like, hey, uh, I need you to blow in this tr- this magic trumpet. And it blows all the glass out of the window? Yes. And then they just never use that trumpet again. Seems like a pretty yeah, good weapon you could use in it. a war. He, he should be playing it and do a little solo. And then he tries to give some girl gum and he's just like open wide and he's just looking all up in her mouth. Yeah, he puts like a breath mint in her mouth. Why can't he just kill everybody? Because he's immortal. They're immortal unless their hearts get ripped out. 
and need, he's not a good person. It's like they need this general, this like lame general guy. So oh, I got a question about the general, or he's a colonel. It should have been the general from the auto insurance. Thing. No. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask because it looked just like it. <laughs> it's just like CGI character. I mean, this, like, the CGI was about on that par. Yeah, I need uh, insurance. When Shaq is one of the angels. He's always in those commercials now. True. Do your general. Save on a turn to the dun dun dun. How does the song go? The general, he, he kind of has like a... Uh, who's that puppeteer? The ventriloquist. Oh my god, which one? I love ventriloquist. You know the Dunham? one of like the, this Dunham has a that snooty man, like the angry guy is like the general. <laughs> yeah. kind of has like a kind of has that attitude. Are you talking about in the movie or the the car insurance guy? The car insurance guy. He's kind of the car insurance guy is like. Uh, no, I guess he's like Patton. He's like George what? C. Scott. Yeah, I think that's what he's fashioned after. But why? Why is he a general selling a state, selling us car, selling us any form of insurance? I would not trust a gen a general of the army in full uniform. Can't even see his eyes. He's a five star general. Okay, you better you know, listen uh, to him. You know the the last time I was hanging out with my grandfather, who's like 85, 88, 84, 85, 87, I don't know. He's, he's old asking, and like, he's like, should I get the general auto insurance? This looks we, like, we, this looks like really good auto insurance. No, we watched that movie, that Patton movie, and that movie sucks. Have you seen it? I haven't watched it in a long time. I it's mean, actually it's like, pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. There's a scene where he whips, where they're like getting bombed or shot down by fighter jets, and he just jumps out. He just jumps out in the middle yeah, of the yeah. street and pulls out a handgun and shoots at him. He's <laughs> like, crazy. Right. The real guy is totally nuts. Oh yeah. Uh no. So that so the colonel in the movie Hawthorne, I believe his name is. Um, he's out there. He's like a war criminal of like the. He's worst. a war cri- a Korean. Well, I mean, well, it's like a red China. No, we don't have we don't have a good. It was the Korean War, and it, what I believe it was the Korean was it, War. Right? It should have been the Korean War. It sounded but like they men- they mentioned China. Yeah, you ever kill a so China more of like China men there, or that's like, what I meant. The Vietnam he, War. He's, he was doing cannibalism. He's like crucifying people. He's like cutting up people. He's doing like crazy shit. Yeah, and they found. When uh, the detective finds a box the, in his house, the colonel's house, there's like two f- skinned faces, but they yes. looked just like, were they his face or those were just people's faces? I guess they were people's faces. See, I was thinking because then the whole plot is still mysterious. I was thinking maybe that's like, oh, the general wasn't the general. That's actually, yeah, the de- that's actually the devil continue wearing different masks or whatever yeah but, it, but that's no, what i should, thought too but the general just has human faces in a box and he also has a um eight millimeter film reel that just is labeled evidence yeah <laughs> and then uh elias Coteus watches that and then he just also happens to have a projector right there yeah he just sets up a projector and then the evidence is him getting court-martialed publicly Yes, it would have been funny if. Um, <laughs> so why was he getting such a good funeral? Isn't that pretty? Wouldn't you know? In a small town, if a famous war criminal 
general or colonel was court-martialed for war crimes in this small town where everybody knows everybody hero wouldn't they know (laughs) in this small town that is mostly native americans wouldn't they be like hey let's not give this guy an extremely honorary funeral like fuck that guy well you know nothing made sense about this movie like the back, angel back stuff then made more in the sense. 90s they just they were into that they're like oh yeah he's a cool he's a cool colonel you know he's got faces in a box in his room tight and he didn't have any family poor guy poor bastard i don't understand the point of this movie so it's then just, it's about the i mean ultimately it's just about the characters and it's not really about it has it's no, like a like, blimp thrust like a blip in the radar of this heavenly war. Is that what it is? It's like a three day blip on this, just like a, a speed bump on this. This is a very unambitious war. I mean, Christopher Lockett, <laughs> it, Adam Goldberg, like attacking a five-year-old. Yeah. So then, the, so then the five-year-old has a soul and then she's becoming possessed by him. So then she, Oh yeah. She so says, then she starts, she starts speaking as the freaking, she speaks like racist um, murdering Clint general. Eastwood, Clint Eastwood and Grant Torino. She's just like a racist old man every now and then. Yeah. Like, she talks about red China. She's like, we gotta kill them, damn Chinese. She bastards. goes, You she goes, You ever kill you ever kill a China man? They die different. Their hearts don't they don't pump as much blood. Although it could have <laughs> although it could have been the cold. I was like, Yeah, probably was the cold. <laughs> This also, guy what? doesn't sound it, like a good colonel. This guy doesn't sound like somebody I want to buy insurance from, but I'll hear him out. Christopher Watkins <sighs> just like, we need a racist colonel. <laughs> yeah, he's, every war has been won by some racist white colonel from America. So that's where we're going to go. Wars are decided by money, territory, technology. Not in 95. The only war where you need a really good general is a war of defense. Dude, you're, you don't even know what heaven is like. Okay, have you ever been? I saw it in the movie. It looks like a CGI disaster. It looks like... Um, oh, my God. That was the worst part. The freaking you know, CGI. It's, it's like right out of Hideaway. It's like the same time period, and it's the same stupid shit of like heaven and hell. Like The 90s had so much lame supernatural. It's like lame supernatural shit there were they didn't make good ghost movies they had to have they were making like not really they were making these like we weren't making good ghost movies for there's got to be some good foreign films out there throughout the 90s yes a few but like for the budget we had like hollywood had why were these movies so bad they just because here's what happened is that horror movies were so maligned and so hated by the industry because of like the slasher boom and they were just like independent movies and they didn't theaters didn't want to play them they so thought they that were, they were too gimmicky or what they just thought they were so cheap and like they're too scary man i get it they were considered like borderline them. pornographic yeah you know, and I mean, they are, 
because it's just violence like sex right it's just like oh that's cheap it's easy you're gonna oh you're gonna kill them oh that's so interesting (laughs) yeah but like you know even john carpenter's movies are kind of weak in the 90s no one is really making their best horror movie like wes craven what else was going on though they were there was like movies movie like uh vhs was that transferring yeah, to dvd there was a lot of um straight to video kind of stuff but um until scream came along with scream made a hundred million dollars and they were making movies like scream and then they were making um the for then the formula became very like you know became very like cemented which is you get a bunch of tv actors and you throw them you make them and you make them for teenagers like they weren't making horror yeah. movies for teenagers like this movie is not for teenagers this is for nerds i don't know who it's for well it's like comic book nerds like guys who would read constantine or sandman or something yeah i mean i liked it for that there, reason you know there's something like poltergeist in the early 90s there's nothing like big when did Mars Attacks come out? That was probably the scariest well, yeah, Tim one Burton. I watched. I was about to say Tim Burton. Yeah, Mars Attacks is 95. So like Tim Burton is... I was also do- s- scared of Nightmare Before Christmas, to be honest. I didn't it's watch like, that movie because it freaked me out. There was like scary fantasy stuff, but... Highest, I'm looking up highest grossing 90s horror. So like, okay... Interview of the Vampires 94. This is kind of like an interview. Is that a horror though? I thought that was like more of like a sensual movie. I've never seen it. Should I watch it? I love vampires. All right. What would you do? Vampire or werewolf? We're going to have this conversation. In real life? Like, would I want to be a vampire? Well, obviously. Yeah. Obviously not in real life. Or or would I rather watch a movie of a vampire? No, be one. What would you rather be? Well, obviously vampire is way more powerful. Werewolves are, are a curse. They don't have any control over it. Now, there is a form of vampire that is also a curse where they don't have any control over it. And there is a form of werewolf that is not a curse. Where yeah, they can but train. like, usually, but having to wait until one day of the month is kind of shitty. Okay, you don't. You can transfer whenever you want. You can become a werewolf whenever you want. Then you're like the, you're like the Hulk or something. But every time you, tra- every time you transform into a werewolf, you you have a, a huge little red rocket boner. At the, every yeah. time you're in dog form, you just have a giant little skinny wiener, little red skinny wiener. I was thinking it'd be cool if you could like <coughs> transform into a werewolf and then like fly in a plane like as a as a as a dog. Yeah, as a dog service service animal. <laughs> you become a service animal. You, get you like just walk in with this. You walk in with the service vest, and you're like you're tipping like, your hat to everybody. You're like, you're like uh, you get out of the Uber. You're like, all right, bye, and then you just like, and like your back starts <laughs> popping, and like your your shirt starts ripping. This is the most graphic, yeah, transformation. Uh, uh, you're like screaming. <laughs> Transform- you your, your, your fingers grow long. And then you stand up after this brutal transformation and then put on your little yellow vest that says service animal, pick up your carry-on, and then you just walk into the airport, get your ticket. Nobody bats an eye. That'd be cool. I'd still still go vampire. Vampire, you wouldn't need to fly. 
Vampires have. Um... Just imagine though, you're out, you're a werewolf, and you can transform whenever you want, and you're like out for a jog, out for a walk. You're a few miles away from your house. You're in the middle of the jog, middle of the walk. You got a crap. You got to take a crap. All you got to do is just turn into a dog and then crap somewhere. You can just shit. <laughs> you can do that. You, you can poop anywhere, bushes. dude. Uh, I gotta take a shit. You just turn into a werewolf. <laughs> it takes like fifteen minutes to transform. It's like mental. All your clothes rip off. <laughs> every t- <laughs> every tooth has to pop out into fangs. And then the shit takes like five seconds, and then you have to transform back. Yeah, yeah, okay. I could see the appeal of werewolf. <laughs> what scares you? In terms of movies, nothing. Nothing. But you I, haven't what, found what, one no, movie that kind of spooked you. Here's the thing. I, I don't really like... I don't get scared. What I like is suspense. So, like, I like long, drawn-out suspense sequences. So, Brian De Palma, Hitchcock, Argento, like thrillers are what i really like like where they just like pull the tension and they just like keep escalating it more and more and more and more you know like like in carrie like have you seen carrie i mean not in ages and probably only on tv like when they're pulling when like they're about to do the bucket of blood on her it just goes on and on and on and like when that when you're just waiting for that bucket to fall like time stands still but then so much time is going by. It just is like, that's like the shit I like. Cause it's not like you're scared. You're just like, you're anticipating your, yeah. The audience is getting wound up. It's like, I, I like to be wound okay. up. Okay. That's the thing I wished that what was happening in this movie was some tension because when Christopher Walken finally comes at the end and the big climax, Elias Koteas just pulls a chain in front of his car and crashes their car. And then Christopher Walken flies out. <laughs> yeah. And he's I didn't wrecked. understand that trap. And then he just gets shot by Virginia Madsen. And then Lucifer comes out of nowhere and rips his heart out. And and Lucifer this whole time has his own little homunculus or familiar yes. or whatever. That doesn't do anything. Just, just it, inter- it, interrupts the conversation with like... <laughs> like grunts and then lucifer's like bruh shut up dude i'm talking lucifer eats a flower it's very lame he peels every petal off of the flower and then eats the core it's gross but then when the little girl the the natives are doing like a chant in a like um in a ceremony they're doing they're doing like a um um like an exorcism exorcism yeah and then uh when the colonel's soul comes out of her, it just looks like a complete piece of shit. It's like a puppet of fire. It's just like this weird glowing shitty thing that's like that shoots out of her mouth and then like heaven opens up in the clouds and then you see these like four silhouettes of angels really far away. And then that thing goes to hell. And then what about the scene in the cave when you see all the angels on yeah, impaled they're looking for gabriel and uh virginia madison's like oh i saw his car over here by this cave so they go in this cave 
It's a mine shaft, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an old abandoned mine shaft. And there's like a, there's like sleeping bags with like a bunch of candy bars around like junk food wrappers. Yeah. What was, who was in there? I think that was Adam Goldberg. Oh, okay. Is eating that shit. And then um, they get this, they start seeing this, like all the angels have like tattoos and symbols. So I guess Gabriel was painting his symbol everywhere. And then they, uh, yeah, he's just going around tagging, living in. Gabriel was basically these angels were living like how I was living my high school life, except I lived in a nicer house. They all live in flop houses, and they all live. They have like their shitty, like yo, this is my shitty logo. Like yo, I'm gonna tag this. Yo, that's like uh, it's got three points because my mommy, my daddy, and my baby. Yo, I'm in the middle because I'm kind of the center of the family. My dad wasn't there so much. <laughs> yeah, my dad, Jesus, he was never around, yo. So they're like their tag is just like a football logo. Like it's like a bad like Stussy logo almost. It's not even there's nothing iconic about it. It's just like a horrible It's a Y with a a center prong basically. Yo, it's like a three-pointed Y cuz like yo. why am I here, yo? Just holding up threes. Yo, we come from the three, 302. 302 area code. They're just tweakers. <laughs> they live in caves and eat junk food and just like we gotta win the battle, man. We gotta go to heaven. We gotta win the war, you know. Yo, see, and this is the battle that y'all aren't talking about. It's capitalism. Up, God's up there, and He is just controlling us. And I'm like, I want a little bit of that. I want to be a part of the one percent. I'm down here living with this freaking, <laughs> living with this freaking junkie, tagging everything, hanging out with damn kids out in the desert. Yeah, I got a pussy. I got a penis. I can't use them. <laughs> Half the time, I'm just, I'm either impotent and frigid at the same time. Look at this. Look at my little penis. Look at that. Where is look at that? Look at this. Tell me what's up with it because my eyes have been ripped out of their sockets. I don't have eyes. I don't know what it looks like down there. I asked God for some like Viagra. He told me to go fuck myself. I said <laughs> I could if I had some. He just, he just starts doing bad stand up. He's like, look at this. <laughs> look at my genitals. Have you ever He's seen that? Flapping it around on stage. Yeah. Audience How many people? Crazy. How many people in the world are hermaphrodites? More than I guess you get a audience. you get a pick. Yeah, you get a pick. They're born that way, and then you get a pick. They're intersex. early on. So they're like, um, I'd Adam keep and them Eve. both. It's like when he made Adam and Eve. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give her the pussy and him the penis. But he didn't have any titties. That'd be cool if they just had like one tit and a thick ass, one yeah. thick butt cheek, and. <laughs> If Christopher Walken had tits, it'd be so cool. Well, I don't think all angels are hermaphrodites. I think it was just this one. And I think he sold his eyes for the vagina. When God was giving out powers, he was like, Lucifer, what do you want? And Lucifer's like, I want the power of like desire and to have people do whatever they whatever whim they want and enjoy themselves. Gabriel, what do you want? Um, perching. I want to be able to perch. Uh, Uziel, what do you want? Freaking take my eyes and give me a pussy, bitch. It's so weird. 
I thought it was I thought it was pretty progressive for ninety-five. Yeah, Banya's like you're frigid <laughs> and impotent. What does the frigid part mean? It means cold. That's like when women can't get horny. Dry. She's frigid, yo. Yeah. I just I mean, I guess dry, and I guess you just call if it you're dry. You're like, oh bitch, you're dry. No, if she's a frigid bitch, I feel like it's her heart is being frigid. Like she's got a cold heart and she's being rude. But if we're talking like actual genitalia, if she's not aroused, she's dry. And to get frigid, to have like I'm I'm picture ice. So then what is ice if not it's water? Right, right, right. I guess you're right. It's not like the pussy's cold. So it should have been, you know, yeah, if you want to be impotent and have a dry ass pussy. And don't just tell like <laughs> like, all right, we better keep this under wraps. This earth changing information. This giant fetus hermaphrodite. <sighs> Man, I, I gave this movie a pretty good rating too. I was feeling it. I was watching it with my dad. What was Very the final what was the Very final intriguing. line? Did you look that up? The like the final monologue voices over? No, I can't remember. And that and that's just what like being human is. It's like what? That is not what being human is. This movie is just like I think though, like because the Weinstein brothers produced it, it's like they know how mediocre it is, but they just knew like, oh yeah, we could like people want to see angels. People want to see Christopher Walken as Gabriel, like doing cool stuff. Like this movie is always at a video store. Like it's always been on cable. It's always it's just been playing for like 30 years. Really? And it's like it's so underwhelming. There, I mean, there were some cool shots. Like there's some cool scenes. Maybe not scenes, but there's some some cool shots. So I'm sure it's a pretty good trailer. Like I'm sure they yes. got a pretty cool trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like. I mean, there was some, that scene where he throws him out the window and gets hit hit by a car. It's like that's where half the budget went. That part's awesome, even though it's incredibly yeah. dumb. But like, I would have liked more action scenes like that, or more more violence like that, more gore. Yeah, there wasn't any. Literally, there was not any until the end. And what was that even? How did he die? I don't even remember how Christopher Walken ripped, died. They rip his heart out. Oh, yeah, because the girl goes, her who tells them? They're, they're not immortal. You can rip their heart out. That's well, I Lucifer, think the girl. Lucifer is the one who kills them, though. Yeah. and she. But he does get shot. Well, I mean, you can't. What kind of action is Christopher? Christopher Walken was like 52 when they filmed this movie. So what kind of action can he do? He, I mean, that's why you have like a cool, if you had a cool Dave Batista guy as the familiar, ripping yeah. apart people or like. Yeah. Uh, and then who was the female? He got a second familiar. Who was so that? That's, a, that's Amanda Plummer. That's the mom from Freeway who gets arrested in the beginning of the movie. She's in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. She, she looked f familiar. So they say. But, uh, she had no lines. She cried when he turned when she dies, and then he turns her into his little. There's like three people from Pulp Fiction in this movie: Christopher Walken, 
Amanda Palmer and Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz sells the heroin. Oh. Well, I mean, it's so easy to make connections in movies because there's only so many celebrities <laughs> of that caliber. They just keep getting recycled. The more movies you're in, the more movies you're going to be in. And it's like kind of a small community, especially in the 90s. Well, it's even smaller because of um, the studios. There's like less. There's yeah, and this less was Dimension. Yeah, so it's the Weinstein Brothers. So like it's less than 10 or 12 studios because they all have like they'll have like different lines because like Dimension is what this is like the trash horror genre shit that Miramax wouldn't put out, but it's the same. It's basically the same company as Miramax. So like Miramax would Miramax would make movies with all these actors, but it would be like a prestige movie. How much money did this movie make? Something like 18 million. How much did it cost? Like 11 or some shit. Oh. I think it did well on video and cable. And it's probably residuals. Yeah, so it just plays like internationally it plays. It just it has a lot of actors in it that you can sell. But yeah. Pretty, pretty late. Didn't he, I didn't even, wasn't even able to take that many notes. There wasn't much to note. It didn't really have any um, drama either. It doesn't really have There was no f- drama, no romance, no suspense. No we already emotion. knew, we knew the plot. Like, it, it really didn't. And I think this is a problem with uh, people have, hu- human beings have with, a lot of movies when you make them like celestial and alien and stuff like we're not going to relate the the war doesn't seem to really concern us like earth exactly. what would happen like what would happen if gabriel had won the war then heaven would be hell and hell would also be hell cuz gabriel was basically like a war a war criminal we're supposed to care that like all he said all the souls haven't gone to heaven oh because there's a war going on yeah so oh so where do they go hell they're just in they're just in the dirt they're in the body tight but like are you kidding me i need a good night's sleep that sounds purgatory sounds so much better than well it's not even purgatory it's just like the sleep just darkness in in the corpse yeah that's fine right who is the best actor in this movie who would you say is well christopher walken easy yeah, he's the best. And then I'd say Vigo Mortensen is kind of cool, but yeah, it's hard to say that because he's in it for literally less than two minutes. He makes a big impression. Total. Yeah, but he's. Also I didn't know that. I, I didn't know he was gonna. Yeah, he was kind of a lame Lucifer because I really love Lucifer, and all like Satan's awesome, and usually he's portrayed pretty and pretty cool. And I was, I did get a lot of Constantine vibes. Did Constantine came? He's devilishly charming. Uh, did uh, no, because usually, like, I think Satan likes people, humans, to be like a devil's advocate. He's like, I'm a fan of man. Yeah, but and I th- and I think he wants them to be evil so that they end up down in hell. But at the same time, it's like I don't know if he likes he hell. People. He's also in hell. You know, like that was his punishment for. I don't rebelling. like hell. He goes, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I used to be God's favorite. But also the pl- the kind of the main plot of this movie was angels are jealous of humans because we have so humans have souls and angels don't. 
The other thing is that uh, this cop and the teacher are just boring characters. They're just boring. The cop sucked. The teacher, she was hot. And I like Elias Coteus and I like Virginia Madsen and they're just... He never he, got mad. He never got. He never felt anything strong. He never had any strong emotion. He was he pretty was, blank. Yeah, he was like a dead. And his jacket was too big. His soul but is that's dead. The 90s. Oh, maybe that's what they were going for. Well, it's boring. That's why he. Why was he the chosen one too? You need a fucking like a real cop who's just like I got a book. I got to book the devil. He I'm didn't going, even drink. You're busted, dude. I don't want to watch a, de- a cop that a detective that isn't drunk. Well, also like, like anybody who's like fighting devils and demons and angels is has to be drunk a lot. You got to because you're like sanity is probably like what the f- like Constantine is drunk. Constantine is awesome. You need like, and that devil is awesome. Well, who's that actor? That guy is murdered. Constantine's Satan. I don't remember. I never finished that movie. What? That movie's great. It's got your buddy Keanu in it. Yeah. Anything. I watched Knock Knock. Ooh, that movie's great. Name a Keanu Reeves movie. Anyone. Let me think. Let me think. Um, uh, <laughs> Babes in Toyland. That movie fucking rules. That movie's great. Drew Barrymore is in that also. That's like a I never like, I never got to like an eighties movie. I've never seen that movie, but I'm telling you right now, it's great. Keanu's in it? Bill and Ted three. That movie's great. I can't believe they made that. Why? It's classic. Instant classic. It's completely forgotten and just like embarrassing. Well, yeah, the plot is all the all I heard was the plot, and then I was like, <laughs> fans, it's just a terrible fan service. Well, but, uh, I think it was probably just a hookup for his homie, that other guy that was in Bill and Ted. No, he's successful. He's anything director else. Alex. Winter. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't. He's know like that. moved like on behind the scenes. Yep, I kind of. I'm pretty disappointed with the prophecy. I thought there'd be more fun shit to talk about, but really it was just Banya and that kind of wasn't even that funny. It's just like, oh, Banya. How would you have done it different? Same story. You got the same story. How would you have made it more interesting? I mean, you need more money, but like they got to fly. You need angels flying. Yeah. There needs to be any sort of fight scene. The CGI at this time is so bad, though. You can't really pull it off. Um, they did an okay job at the opening scene. I would, I mean, I would make it, I would try oh. to do what the Palma did. I would try to make scenes just have way more tension, way more suspense. Why? Okay, we talked about the perching. Why were they sniffers? Why did they have such amazing sense of smell? <laughs> they were just doesn't it's because there's no angel they were just well, there's no angel like lore to build up on you know like <laughs> vampires have like garlic they have holy water there's no have, angel lore how old is the fucking bible but not like and that's this. not even the, not Ameri- angels like the this. american bible isn't even the first bible we ripped that well, story a, off okay from, the american like, the american bible the uh the mr King james bible. The yeah, American Bible is the Book of Mormon. Hell yeah. There was not even a single Mormon in this. That's the number one thing. 
I want to see that fucking dick and pussy action. I want to see that magic undies. I want to see him play that trumpet. Christopher Walken. <laughs> a wooga. <laughs> a wooga. Like, I want to see Rodney Dangerfield. Was that your Walken? No, that's a, that's the sound of like... Everybody apparently a can trumpet. do a Walken. I want to see... Uh, a, it'd be funny if like a really angry cop... Like racist LA cop was the lead character. That would have been better. And only became racist after cancel after not becoming a pastor. See the other the other thing is like a lot of screenwriters would have made it like a guy, like a cop is just like, what is this shit? You know? Yeah. I haven't I haven't been in Catholic school since I was nine years old. All right, lady. It'd be like James Kahn, just like, what is this fucking Bible bullshit? I don't go to church. He's like divorced. He's shrinking. He's smoking cigarettes. And then he has to like, no, you have to help the soul. He's like, I guess it's real. I got to do it. Listen, lady, if the soul exists, it's rotten. Something he would say. He's 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 lost all faith in humanity, and he's like, I don't even I don't believe in the faith of humanity, and you're asking me to believe in angels. Forget about it. You want me to arrest that guy? All right. You got to do me a favor first, all right? Why don't you show me those big, fat tits of yours? Let me see them titties, baby. I'm a drunk cop. <laughs> he just he just shows up to every crime scene. He's like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm drunk. What are you talking about? Angels? He had no, he had no investment. Even though His he should have had a ton it, of investment because he was... Because um, he used to be... Yeah. Well, and he had priest. a vision... And he had a vision when he was getting inaugurated or whatever it's called. And so that's why he, that's why they chose him. You know why, you know why I left the church? Two Puerto Ricans stole the crucifix. <laughs> and I was like, if I was a cop, I could arrest him. That's why I left the church. Would have been cool if Steven Seagal. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like Steven Seagal. Two Puerto Ricans stole the crucifix. He's so walking in. Ev- so I planted some evidence on them and got them arrested. <laughs> this little nasty ass ponytail. Yeah. It's the place where the ugly women work. Man, yeah, I really, right. I cannot do impressions. Hi, I'm Angels. Steven Seagal. Angels, like a bunch of homos. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you fucker. And then he's just like shooting angels. Uh, not even. He's breaking their wrists and their joints and stuff. And just yeah, like he does getting like into, <laughs> getting into hand to hand operations. Christopher Walken at the end. Just manipulating wrist movement. Who, who's another cool cop? Hey, looks like you're going to have a long flight back up to heaven. <clears throat> and he breaks the dude's back. Shoots him in the head with a shotgun blows him off the cliff it's like a car chase let's see your halo sit on this and then he blows the guy's head off with a freaking sawed off that we already know he has because he practiced shooting it against some freaking raw meat big old slab of beef from that one movie he was in see that movie moved even though it was completely retarded (laughs) this this movie moved it's not very far Prophecy is just like a slow drip. And what's the prophecy? It's the fucking prophecy, bro. 
And how is there more? There's three? There's three more. There's four. Because he comes back. Well, he he probably comes back. Yeah, I saw Christopher Walken was in uh, Prophecy 3 on the cover. Two and three, so he comes back, you know, he's... Yeah, I'm uh, reincarnated. (laughs) Just give up. Oh, Lord. So what would you say is the message of the movie? I was I was thinking about this question while I was watching it. And like the biggest message is if you ever see anybody like perching anywhere, <laughs> just go the other way. Do they perch on the toilet? Is that how they I would love to see Christopher <laughs> Walken just like, like a cat pooping on the <laughs> perching on the toilet, just shitting, and it's just like plopping and like Adam Goldberg's like, oh geez, come on, man, close the door. This is fucking gross. I don't want to see that. Worst roommate ever. Yeah. Come on. This is my house. You don't need to do that shit. I know I killed myself. Do they even poop? Do angels poop? I mean, or pee. And if angel, first they of shit all, like bur- bird okay. shit. So, shit like a bird. It's just like a white splattery. So, God made angels first, right? Yes. Starting with heaven. He made the heavens. And so, it. Do if do angels poop? Do they talk about it in the Bible? Do angels poop? I'm gonna need listeners to email. Do angels poop? And if so, why would you make that? And if they don't poop, why why did this one angel have every single genital that exists? And well, also, have, do angel well, do angels procreate? Because he created man and woman later, so they. The angels are. Man Why did he create general genitals uh, to begin with? <coughs> so you could procreate. Angels cannot procreate. It's a good point. I think in dogma they don't have dicks. Yeah, they don't. They're like, like they, they don't. I, Alan Rickman's like, I don't have a dick. Look at my flat crawl. Doesn't it, don't they pull his pants down? He pulls his pants down. Yeah, because why would you need one if you don't piss? And if you don't, are you looking up angels, dicks? Remember Chris Rock's in that? Yeah, Chris Rock's great. No di- they have wings and dogma. Dogma is, dogma is so much better. Well, wings make sense because they got to fly. And dogma, dogma sucks, and it's so much better. I like dogma. I mean, I haven't seen it really as an adult. The thing I also realized about this movie is like, there's so many angel movies. Um, Heaven Can Wait. Uh, Michael. It's a Wonderful Life, Michael. And <laughs> I hate all of them. I hate angel movies. Michael's good. I never saw John, it. But I mean, come John on. Travolta? That looks fucking terrible. It's I hate funny. angels. It's it's quirky. I'm an angel on earth. What do you what do you want from me? What are you going to do? Because we're ultimately, we're God's well, greatest creation. Men. Yeah, just men. <laughs> Women are right. They're just a rib, if anything, but ribs are tight. Just, uh, How many ribs does the human have? 30-something? 20-something? I mean, I'm not smart. So a woman is just like a 20, 120th of a man? You could have picked like... You should have picked like a like a baby toe. Like, really just laid it on. <laughs> 
<laughs> little baby pinky toe. Why do we have toes in general? Why don't we just have one big flat foot? None of this makes sense. Evolution. I hate to say it. I hate to say it because I'm sure half of our listeners are are uh very religious. Extremely religious, but I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't think I don't think American God is real. <laughs> American God's a fake. Yeah, I don't know I'm what going the meaning of the team meaning AI is. I don't think there is one. Don't perch. I think the meaning, the point of the movie, or like the jerk off of the movie, is that men are better than angels and demons. More flawed. No, we're we, but we're not in this movie. In the prophecy, the angels okay, are flawed. The message. They've been going to war for thousands of years, and they have to actually. We might be more flawed because the angels have to come to us to get one of us to run their army because we know war better. The plot is so dumb, but like. The, the big message, the big takeaway is don't hide a soul in a little girl's mouth because it's fucking gross to kiss a, a child. Just to make out with a little kid. Even for acting, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think in the long run, I don't think it's worth it. Even if it's like um, wins every single award, Every single, every single Academy Award or acting like, award, right? It's on the scene. At the end of the day, it ain't worth it. You're gonna get the soul out of the baby, and you're just okay. gonna, you know, you're just gonna put your mouth on. Am I gonna like put my hand over her head or you're something? Put your mouth over the baby's penis and just sort of okay. suck on it. Just suck the soul out of the baby's penis. For like, like oh, you want me to uh, over the no pants, on, just kind of like an no open diaper, mouth, just no. like a like six inches away. No, you're gonna suck that baby's dick, okay? Or you're not gonna be in the fucking movie. Okay. Um all right. Well okay. Uh, okay, but for we we haven't even got the we're gonna have to bring the stand-ins in to get, you know, the shot no set up first. No stand-ins. No. Well, I, I okay. Look, this version of the movie is only gonna be shown in Japan. This isn't gonna be shown in America. No one's gonna know about this. Trust me. It's not even gonna be shown in America. Then I don't want to do it. Oh, you're doing it. Okay. This is how it and, works. And um, can I get? Will you let me get craft in a from now on? Because <laughs> I've been really hungry, and you've been making me get my own food all production. Okay. So how do you want? What's the what's the angle here? Am I am I preserving this soul my character is preserving this soul out of this baby dick via mouth sucking to save humanity right you know what i'll just feel it i'll feel it out let's do it ah okay let me get into character i'll do it bring a little baby dick over here how they do it is the mother is the baby's is the baby's mother on set i just want consent this baby has no mother I guess you know, I'm Jeffrey, foul. Let's get Jeffrey it. Jeffrey Epstein got us this baby. It's a clean baby. It's untraceable. There's no connections. No one will ever find out what this baby is. You just okay. got to be a team player. Okay. All right. I mean, y'all are paying me about five grand for this movie. So <laughs> let's get it. I need that cash. <laughs> okay. We haven't said, I haven't said action. Yeah. <laughs> I just see. I'm already in character. Let's go. Let's roll. Ooh, I'm pumped. You're just getting pumped up. 
I yo wow yo wow yo wow just doing all job the other actors are jealous. They're like, man, fucking Ryan's so lucky. I fucking auditioned for that part. I was this close. I was this close to getting that part. I was about a baby dick's length away from getting that part. So close. So tiny. <sighs> and that's what they do in Hollywood. It sounds like a joke, but that's for real what it's like. Yeah, it's an extremely um an extremely pedophilic uh atmosphere. You know what else is? People are like, like you know, I have a kid, uh I I would love to get a second rethrow with my son. Um he's you can do whatever you want. You can imagine fuck, you can you can fuck him in the ass. I don't care. I mean he he wants Are we gonna to get money? Fed. I don't have to give him the money till he's eighteen, right? He'll probably kill himself by then anyway. So he I don't love acting. Trust me, he loves acting. He'll do it. This baby loves acting. This baby cries all the time. And I'm like, I know you're acting. And so I just ignore him. I just leave him in his room and ignore him. He's good at he's good at he's good at acting. He cries all the time. Eric Saltz is just kissing this girl. He's like, Yeah, can we get another one? Another girl? I just want to I'm not vibing with this. With Imagine this the audition. That's the no. scene that you have to read in the audition. I mean, she's frigid. Okay. She's not giving me anything back. Like I'm this bitch I'm doing frigid. all the work here. I feel like I'm sucking on a big ass ice cube. This bitch is frigid. Can I get a, you know, like a. Yeah. So, have you ever, have you ever auditioned for anything or tried to do any acting? Yeah. I've auditioned for things like a couple of times, but not like only in really, really independent things. That I did, even those I didn't even get. Like auditioning in my friend's living room. Oh, like people you knew. But like it was, I bombed terribly. The uh, Yeah, they're the worst. The worst, the closest thing to sucking a baby's dick um, <laughs> that I, that I, had to do was um it just were talking about a baby it just uh it was a commercial for like some sort of dippers some fast food dippers and this couple is walking it's like oh shit i don't like chicken boneless chicken wings or something dippers and this family's on a walk and this guy's eating wings while on a walk and that would be me and then my hand has uh a cup of ranch in one hand or whatever the sauce was. And then like the mozzarella stick or boneless wing or whatever it was in the other hand. And then we run into a, a couple we know in the park and they, and they, she has a baby on our little B- Bjorn. This is the commercial and it's out there. And, uh, and I have to like say hi to the baby. And so I set the dipping sauce on the baby's head and then shake the hands of the mom and then dip the sauce on top of the baby's head. And everyone's like, what are you doing? But oh, so that was, that's the commercial. And, and I seen it. I did not get the part, but I got pretty close. And then I seen the commercial and it's pretty funny. But, uh, uh, in the audition, this woman brought twins. She had two twins and she auditioned with like 15 of us. And then after a while, swapped out one of the babies. So I literally had to set a little ramekin on the top of a baby's head in the audition and then pretend I was dipping out. It was empty and pretend I was dipping out on it. And I was like, you you are not a good mother. Like, You're letting all these strangers. Go ahead. Put it on the kid's head. He doesn't care. <laughs> Just do it. And he, the go baby ahead. didn't care. The baby didn't know what the hell was going on. He has no idea what's happening. You could, you could fucking 
do whatever you it want. Was the, it was the weirdest thing. You got the money, that kid's got the time. He'll do anything. All right. And that then they were like, you can improv. She goes, you can improv this one. Improv. He's good at improv. And this is an infant, not even a year. And the director's like, yeah, I guess do one, do one, uh, do one how you want. And so I put the other it up baby there is just like on its cell phone, baby. smoking a cigarette in the corner of the room, just like going through Tinder or some shit, just like texting, just like answers the phone. I got four more of these auditions. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of here. I got you a nipple to suck. Yeah, we have a big, we're having a big suck and fuck fest later. Come on over. You know the place. Yeah, my bitch mom is making me do these rounds. It was the strangest thing ever. So, so on the so in the audition when I got to do my improv scene, I spilled a little bit of the ranch intentionally as I was doing the dip on the baby's forehead, and then I leaned in to the baby's forehead and I just you sucked it off ranch. I no, that baby had a hickey on his forehead. I sucked that ranch off. Pretty good improv. And then I, yeah, it was great. Everyone was astounded. Everyone was silent, dead silent after I did that. So they were just like shook. They were like this. And then they called and said, I do not have the part. And then I had to go talk to like a police officer after that. and Register for something for this. Like I had to, I'm registered. So I had to like register for a thing. I didn't get what it was, but it's pretty cool. SAG after or something. Yeah, Except I had to go. I had to go to. I now have to go door to door to. Is your register, the baby? The baby is the predator, if you ask me. The baby. You should have seen his forehead. <laughs> Asking for it. All right. What rating would you give this movie? I gave it a four. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a four. Let me so see. Slow. I gotta double check. I may, maybe I didn't give it a I four. I didn't rate it yet, but I mean, this is. Let me check my litter box. I mean, it's like I, gave I it, like I, I like four, the man. cast. I like these actors, but it is so boring. I mean, I was so drunk by the end of it. Like I would, I watched this terrible movie last night, Surf Two, and there's no Surf One. It's like an eighties. <laughs> it just starts on the sequel, sex comedy on the beach, and I, I gave that three and a half stars. Like it was so entertaining this movie like i prefer i prefer real trash and real exploitation over something like this yeah i don't remember giving it a four so this is like one star it's not even funny there yeah i don't i think i think i was really hanging on to that first scene where the guy gets hit by the car and a lot of people kind of like yeah like a lot of people like this movie but I think, yeah, out of all my friends, I've been giving this the lowest rating of any one of them. I honestly, I don't know. I felt it felt weird not giving Christopher Walken four stars. And honestly, when Lucifer came in, I, I really like that guy. I don't even know his name. Return of Vigo, the King. V- yeah, Vigo Morrison. I just wrote. I just gave it one star and wrote lame in a letterbox. So. I wrote yeah, not four, good. I don't. I wrote you. four stars, and I liked it. And I said uh, the practical effects were very hot and neat, and there's a lot of cool angels perching on things in trench coats. That's all I need in a movie, to be honest. That opening perch, dude, that was cool. 
you're just like freaked out. You and your dad are looking at him like, <laughs> oh man, this is whoa. scary. <laughs> we go, whoa. I guess the and 90s, here's the thing. Other. The 90s were a simpler time. And they were yeah. so... Um, Pre-9-11. They were so... Uh, everything was so generic that like something like this could just be only slightly different and it would stick out. Yeah. And that was it. And people were happy. People were just like, oh boy, I'm going to Blockbuster. I'm going to... I'm gonna rent the prophecy and it's so got spooky. This is a spooky. What's his movie. name on the cover? Who isn't in it until like the second half? Christopher Walken's in it. Vigo Mortensen's in it. Mm, this is a this is a spooktacular little movie. Was it? Is it pitched as a scary? I mean, I don't know what it, it's not even. It doesn't even oh, have it's a job on ang- on ancient ground. At the edge of the world, an evil born in heaven is about to be unleashed on Earth. Right. Okay. So that makes it sound like the Omen, the mm-hmm. Exorcist, and it's nowhere even near close to the intensity of those movies. It's nothing. 98 minutes. Wow. That's a lot of time I just spent watching that movie. Just, uh, people give it three stars overall. People like it, but I was, uh, this movie was on cable all the time when I was a kid and I would watch bits and pieces of it and I always thought it was kind of boring and it just doesn't it's really deliver boring. on the promise and you could do a lot better. It was definitely boring. And it wasn't even it wasn't like boring enough. I didn't it I didn't write I mean, as many notes. This this is probably our worst podcast episode. This is boring. I would agree. There's nothing to talk about. I got nothing to talk about. 